in the remaining couple of days that you have here in a peach unless um you have something specific that you need to play out do you want to give an overview of what your character does in preparation i have some specific things that diego would like to do yes diago yes san diago <laughs> san diego. my new my new title as duke san diego um oh. <clears throat> I would like to, um, at some point, ask permission of Rio or her father to, to see Gila. Because I know that she's mostly just been on bed rest um, inside the Evero estate. So mm-hmm, I'd like to mm-hmm. find some time to, to go and speak to her. Okay. Definitely. So... Um... We'll get back to everybody else, but there's something that I just remembered specifically. Oh, boy. Um, The um, following morning uh, to, you know, last session. um, During the day. The party prepares to head out to search for general supplies and things, decide to make sort of a trip of it to the market. Upon exiting the estate and making your way to the market, um, there is a point where somebody amongst the crowd distinctly shouts the D'Artagnans and there is a break in uh, a silence a hush over over the group um, they clear away from you some people start clapping <laughs> I was gonna ask, what was the is, is, yeah. of the D'Artagnans? <laughs> yes, initially you're like, what do we do? And you're like all reaching for your weapons slowly. And... It's already drawn. We've been we've been we've been fugitives on the land for too long. That mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you you hear people begin to cheer for you. Um, a few people come up and and thank you. Um, one woman was, uh, in particular, was shouting, "I, I saw, I saw them. They're, they're fighting off a, a monster. It was great. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't great. I wouldn't say it was. It was, uh, it was exciting. Very exciting. It doesn't take you long to reason that uh, rumors have gotten out that you are responsible for ridding the city of a monster." And the reason many people know about it is because someone else received a correspondence from the king, or more likely, you know, the office of the king or something like that. One of the many magistrates. 
Igneal received an official letter informing him that he had been promoted to uh, within the Order of Harmony to uh, the rank of Master over the Nightmare uh, Division. Did you get a pay raise? <laughs> or a level up? <laughs> I... Oh, look at that. I leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> you unfold the letter. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. I feel a surge of new powers and abilities I've never once done before. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a nice feeling. That's a good feeling. <laughs> hey, 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 Neil, can you pass that around you the group? Share? <laughs> can, we, can we all look at it? <laughs> it, only has, it only has my name on it, but uh, I'll make sure to uh, let them know that you yes, helped. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, because he received this letter and it was from a king's envoy and things like that, rumors began to, began to spread and you know, somebody had done A case work on behalf of the Order of Harmony in Apichum. Not only that, but they were successful enough to warrant a promotion. So, there is a buzz about the city, and you all are a hot topic of conversation. Question. Who's the hottest, the hottest topic? Yes. Do they, do they know that the Duke of Apichum is a member of the D'Artagnans now? Like is that a? Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time, big time. You were you were seen. Um... I feel like that would be a pretty big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the Duke was involved, didn't you hear? <laughs> he was he was cavorting with those. Well, we thought they were vagabonds, but they are no longer seen as vagabonds. We had a shower. <laughs> We've cleaned up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got a haircut. I got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> Looks great. You you see you see your new haircut has caught on um, in the local fashion. Oh, no. All of a sudden, people like you for some reason. That's oh, weird. That weird. Oh no. <laughs> well, if Igneal is getting mail, I too would like to check the post office. Okay. See if there is anything there. Um, you do not find anything currently. However, if everybody could stop and make note on my behalf really quick, um, if there's anything, uh, correspondence and things like that that your character is seeking so I can provide that, don't give it to me right now because I can't stop and write a, unless you want me to like write a letter right now. Oh, well, I've been um, writing for my letters for over ten years, so <laughs> that I've written. So <laughs> ten that's years. True, but years. the the biggest problem with that is the letters um, are not like magnetically attracted to your location. They yeah, just sort I of guess. circulate until you can say, "Hey, I'm here. Could you?" Uh, Send word to Falnix, have my stuff yes. picked up. I did send word that I was going to a Peachum to several people. So. Well. 
to a peachum, to whom it may concern in a peachum. Yep, I would like an address to the city. To the city, but no, not the city specifically. Of me. Um, I, yes, if, um. I'll let you know. Yes, if you could let me know, and then I will, uh, make up for my forgetfulness. In those regards. Um, who did you write a letter to? Because I may already know some of them. Um, Corey, back in Half Home. Mm. Simeon and Felix. Simeon and Felix. Um, I can't imagine Felix would give you any in-depth information through the mail. I had sent my dad's bird way back when and was still waiting, to, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Then, um... What was your question for Felix? Um, before, I was asking about the Harmony and about the Tenembrae Forest mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, general questions about that specifically. And then when we got back, I was just checking in and letting him know that we would be on our way to Peachum. Mm -hmm. And asking about how he fared. Um, th in that case, you do receive a correspondence from Felix, um, giving you, thanking you for the well wishes and um, also, you know, giving him something to do. Uh, he's going s stir crazy in the, in his, uh, in the, uh, you know, confined to the west wing of the palace. Um, they are getting along fine, he and his wife. Um, she is branching out, doing a lot more humanitarian work currently. And, um... You can tell that he wants updates, like specifics about how you're feeling during uh, during fights and and things like that. He wants he wants details about the action. Um, you get a sense of uh, melancholy for the the good old days and. Uh, those are the sentiments that he gives in his letter. Good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Um, then as I for be... as for Corey. Yeah. In half home. She's not mad, but she's disappointed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's her, um, the town and your parents are all very proud of you. They've heard of your exploits. Um, your parents ask about you constantly. Since the sheriff's, uh, the sheriff's station in Half Home basically uh, doubles as the post office, um, they are they're almost daily um, checking um, if there's any news or information, not necessarily letters, it's just any information would come in through there in, in regards to you. I bet their bookstore is really popular because of what Tosh has done. I bet they just have lines out the door like, wow, the Brookstones of Capone. Spreading the word. Free advertising. Exactly. They even changed the name of their library to Tosh Presents. Tosh Altus Presents. This guy has always named himself. <laughs> wow that's some beautiful marketing right there mm -hmm. um you would receive an update from simeon as well there has been troubling um rumors and there have been Basically, um, unaffiliated uh, marauders in the desert with increasing uh, frequency. They don't carry any banners, nothing like that. They seem... It, uh, Simeon um, suspects that their sole purpose is to draw out forces from the Igni uh, Plateau and kill off as many defenders as they can or just frustrate their the Igni fighters, waste their time and resources. So I didn't say they had like any specific band, but there were were there any like identifiers about them? Like any like what group type of people they might be? Or if he suspects where they might be from. Individuals that they questioned who survived long enough to be questioned seemed physically and mentally unable to give answers in regards of who or what their um, benefactor may be. Interesting. Okay. Um, was there somebody else who had sent any correspondence? 
Can I say I did at one point to Rober? Absolutely. What's up, brother? Yeah, what, what, um, you don't need to. I got married. Re, you don't need to effectively <laughs> read it out, but what, what kind of things do you tell him or ask him or. Um, asking for an update on Mount Magnetos and also, um, telling him that before mom died, something, she said something that's been weighing on me and letting him know that, like, one of the last things mom said to me was, don't kill your brother. And just seeing if he had any thoughts on that. <laughs> what do you think mom about didn't want me to kill you. me killing you? <laughs> not, not that I could, like obviously, Rover, but like, what do you think that's about? Um, specifically, she said, don't hurt your brother. Yeah, that, sorry. Those were the last words. But Josh wrote kill. So. so <laughs> that's how he But said. I interpreted that as kill, so. <laughs> Tosh is just like, wondering, how you doing, bro? Hurt them, I have to kill them. <laughs> By the way, ignore the white powder that is sealed within this envelope. <laughs> By the way, I'll be in a so, so he, uh, you would have received a response. Rober informs you that uh, your mother's death has weighed very heavily on the people of Mount Magnetos. They continue to feel her loss even to this day. Defense at the border has been interesting. It was strong going initially, um, and the Igni were even assisting. Um, however, they um, haven't been performing as many patrols as of late. Due to unusual circumstances and um, raids on the forest have um, Attempted raids on trees, trees in the forest are being stifled for the most part by the Mount Magnetos and, and Rover's um, efforts. But small skirmishes are still occurring. And it's not perfect, but it seems like they aren't dying down anytime soon. And about the don't hurt your brother? Um, he doesn't have any thoughts about that specifically. Like he said, you know, the... Your mother's death has just weighed heavily on him and the people. Yeah. And that could mean a myriad of things. Maybe she was hallucinating or reliving a memory of the past where, you know, perhaps during training you tripped or went a little overboard during sword practice or something fun like that. It's hard to tell. Could I have asked him one more thing? <laughs> About the statues. Or uh -huh. like the, uh, uh, yeah, the guardians are on the outside of Mount Magnetus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think if he knows anything about that, like, 
I would just have never occurred to me really, but why are they facing in? See what he knows about that. And he, in response to that specifically, he would admit it's not something that even occurred to him. They've simply been there as long as he has. And your um, your questioning has prompted some curiosity, and he's been doing some investigating and having um, some of the more magically literate members of the community examine the statues, things like that. Cool. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll just state for the record, I'm obviously also writing Seraphine a letter every day. <laughs> Maybe not time let's, to get a response yet, but I... Let's, let's, let's hear it. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, sounds good. No, Callan, what say in response? <laughs> this is the wrong number. Um... Um, was there any other uh, correspondence that anybody had? No correspondence. Are we? You said you were we were out uh, gathering supplies. Is that correct? Yes. That that can just be a part of like what you decide to do for the next few days. Okay. I have a question for Diego. Oh. Well, this could be in-gamer, but you had other stuff you wanted to do. But just as part of the supplies, I would I would approach you at one point and be like, So, Diego. Yeah? Dukes are pretty wealthy, usually. Or at least there's a lot of money attached to their... <laughs> like, have you thought about that? Because I know you've never had much. I, I've only got this. I just pull out my, my 30 gold that I've had for like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, did you it's check like in the it's house? gained a little bit of interest and you're nope actually it's not how <laughs> my little smile wallets work um, yeah i mean nobody like treasure chest somewhere that the duke keeps I, tosh i i have no idea i mean I can i can find out and i think it's it's probably worth checking into yeah i i agree i uh, the, I wasn't really thinking about that, but that could definitely be, yeah, that could be very helpful. Okay. So, you and Tosh together. <laughs> go, go treasure hunting. Go, you, you go to, you go to the head servant of the palace, <laughs> and you ask him... Are we are we discussing embezzlement right now? Is that what it is? Are you intending to proliferate king money from the kingdom designated to be used for various needs in Does the city? The, I, I'll just interject your own servants, things like that. Is that uh, 
<laughs> is that that's the money you're talking about? Not that money. You're talking uh, about embezzling that money, right? No, 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 not that that money. Oh um, no, the the orphanage's money. That's the money that you're wanting to embezzle. <laughs> um, I would just ask honestly, though, like, um, huh. is there a a discretionary fund that the Duke has access to? <laughs> Maybe your monthly stipend payment. Yes. I just I because I I know that you know where are the coffers the. Do cast travel and things. Is is there somewhere where that would be stored? <laughs> Your Highness usually keeps his most precious belongings in the chest uh, in your quarters. Don't look in there, man. I then I will take Tosh with me to go and explore oh, uh, Diego Tain's quarters. And as you go with Tosh, he keeps them locked. By the way. Yeah, <laughs> travel maker. But I'm him. <laughs> but he's me. Oh, he's me. I, he wasn't. He wasn't talking to you. He was talking to Tosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I I know who you are. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> um, I mean, we'll we'll go and try and find this this chest of valuables. <laughs> it doesn't take you long to find. Um, in. One of the closets that adjoins the master bedroom. Um, there is a modest-sized chest, very, uh, very fine make. Uh, however, like the head servant mentioned, it is locked. Uh, what kind of locking mechanism has been employed here? Yeah, very best. It's just the the best. It's it's it's, it's uh, no. Um, it appears to be a simple, um, like not a, a deadbolt. They aren't called deadbolts. It's a padlock. Yes, that's the yeah. word that I'm looking for. Um, um, but it looks like an antique padlock. Ah. Also, um, out of curiosity, expensive. when we were removing. Diego Tain's body and stuff, were there any possessions on there? Like, keys, perhaps? Keys. <laughs> keys. Magical items. Mostly just whether or not I would have acquired his his keys or things like that that he might have had on yes, him. a key would have been acquired. I, then I will try his key. On the lock. The key fits inside the padlock. I want to dress up makeover montage first between the two of them raiding his closet. closet trying on Please. all the clothes. <laughs> all the hats okay. and capes. There's a lot of there's a lot of shrugging. There's a lot of shaking of heads. No. Honestly, I would turn to Tasha and just be like, I mean, our clothes are pretty ragged after <laughs> traveling. Do you want to pick out some yes. new digs? Absolutely, I do. Yes. So great. Oh, these clothes are so large, though. They don't Actually, the, the, you know, the, the, the head servants there also weighing in, giving his opinion on a couple of things randomly. <laughs> so good. <laughs> he... he, he Throws something that you're holding up aside and holds something else up instead. Gives a big nod. Tosh gives a big head shake. And 
you know, this this goes on for just hours, hours. hours. <laughs> but we're gonna walk out of that palace fabulous. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes, you're <laughs> you're each holding three canes. <laughs> and <laughs> So the key <laughs> to the, the key, the key, the key, jewels, and jewels. Um, there, there is a um sack of gold inside of there. There is what appears to be a small um. A small um. Uh, travel-sized portrait. Um, it is of a young girl who you do not recognize. I show it to Tosh to see if he recognizes it at all. I'm guessing no. You do, you do not recognize this person. Well, Neither I'll, of you do. I will keep it on me. Um, mm -hmm. and Perhaps show other people and try and try and learn more. But um, so I guess you seen this woman. How much gold would be inside that uh, that sack of gold? Let me tell you. Steps right up. <laughs> big money, big money, big money. Come on, no whammy. <laughs> more money than. Diego has ever held in his life. There's 533 gold inside of there. Nice. Any magical items around? There are a couple of jewels and rings and other small valuables within there. Um, no magical items from what you can sniff out. I mean, I'll keep... I'm not planning on going out and trying to, like, pawn off stuff right now, so I'll keep the other non-monetary items in there for now and just lock it back up. Do I get a finder's fee? Um, I <laughs> I take my sack of 30 gold <laughs> and hand it over to you. Thanks, buddy. But I'm planning on spending this money on us, so... You'll you'll still be getting. Uh, you'll still be getting. You've changed, funny. Diego. Wow. Man. Oh man. I plan to Money has changed you. Wow. Let me finish this. This expedition to our dare is sponsored by the taxpayers of Apicham. Generously provided <laughs> Thank by. Thank you. Generously provided by. Discretionary fund. That's what this is for. Oh, yes. Discretionary orphan fund. Here we go. Let's use that one. For the orphans. <laughs> we don't want more orphans. If we stop spending so much, there won't be as many. There we go. Um, so... Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Hmm. Hosh or Diego, was there anything else that you got into? I mean, a lot of fun. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I have plans for that money, but that doesn't have, we don't have to play that out uh, play by play. Yeah, you can just sort of think think it over for now or itemize things right now. Yeah. Um, Rio, since the uh, end of the last session, you and Igneal had a long chat, we shall say. Eventually, after minutes of beating around the bush, I um, got these flowers for you, in case it wasn't obvious. From what I understood um, through that boy's tears, these <laughs> flowers are... <laughs> uh, it is a custom in Apichum to present these flowers to somebody that... You're wishing to court, and I wanted to make my intentions clear. Is your father here? Perhaps I could let him know as well. That's uh, typically how these things go. Or or not. He's looking at you, shaking his head. He's like, no, no, is that, that's not right. Uh... uh um, and he hands you flowers. Oh, thank you. Um, wow. I've never had these before. It's frowned upon to give them to somebody who's betrothed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, and you can no, well, not anymore. I didn't know that you were no, no. betrothed again. It's uh, you know. Growing <laughs> up. Growing up is what I mean. And you can tell that it's not just like a regular bouquet of flowers. Like it, there's a lot of weight yes. attached to it. And, and Rio feels that. So yes. she's reacting accordingly. Um, mm. Thank you. Uh, my father is here, but we don't have to talk to him right now. I, I can, I can. Speak to him later. Uh-huh. But perhaps a, a stroll? Yes, I would love that. <laughs> and uh, from there, you just go on, on a, exactly that. A lovely stroll around the palace gardens, down the roads, um, into the woods, out of the woods, and home before dark. Um... Among the things that he says, one thing that he wanted to include, or that word that he does include, I didn't want it to time seems to be passing so quickly these days. I know that we just had quite the ordeal especially involving your family. So I hope my timing isn't inappropriate, but I don't see value in waiting anymore. 
and I've not courted anyone before. I know I've been told about the logistics of it, but it's aside from just officially stating not just to you, but sem uh, low key to the public and things like that. I just wanted you to know how I feel about you. And how do you feel about me? Well, Rio, it's difficult, difficult to put into words. What it comes down to is you make me just feel alive. You help me forget about well, most of my life has been about my work with the Order of Harmony and balancing that with duties to my house, to my father and family, and my family name. And I know that you have similar concerns in your life. But I don't worry about any of that when I think about you. All of that seems like after so much time of doing all those things and getting them becoming monotonous, they've taken on a negative connotation in my life, but If it's in relation to you, that's just not the case anymore. Um, Rio would be pretty emotional at this point because this is the conversation she wanted to have with 10 years in the future, Igniel, but this is not the conversation that actually happened between them. And so she'd be feeling um, the weight of the contrast of this. And she's very happy, but she would be very emotional. I, I made you cry. I, uh, well, let's, uh, I'm so sorry. I misunderstood the situation and I will take you home immediately or I'll leave if that would be better. <laughs> No, 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 it's not better. I just have been waiting to hear you say this for a very long time. I've 
and needed to say it for a very long time. It's been something I've been putting off far too long because it's not just me anymore that I I don't mean that to sound selfish but it's it's not just me anymore at least that's that's how I want it to be When I saw you 10 years from now, you just had the weight of the entire world on your shoulders. And the only thing I wanted was to be able to help you carry it. Well, I don't want this to be some kind of burden on you, and I'm not saying that's what you mean. So, let's agree instead to make this a partnership going forward. We don't need to carry the world alone. I think I could manage one half if you could manage the other. I think I would like that. Okay. And so, given the implications of the, of the conversation, During the next few days, <laughs> Rio and Igneil spend a lot of time together. No, 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 no. Igneil would never. No, just kidding. Rio would never. We all know this. Come on. You guys, are, you guys are a bunch of prudes. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Things like that happen. We don't have to describe them. <laughs> it's implied. Some and... things are implied, but not necessarily all the time. Fine. Except for when they're not implied and there's a sock on the door. Exactly. <laughs> and... <laughs> And one one evening, the there is a boys' night out. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Diego's got cash to burn. <laughs> Igneal, while Igneal just received a promotion, their names are being um, whispered and 
ruminated within with it throughout the city um diego <laughs> right are we uh is this also uh, well you know yeah there's a lot to celebrate apparently uh-huh um We'll we'll get back to the that that'll be um Igneal has that in the books, you know. Second second last night in the city. Uh he'd like to take his cousin and 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 the Duke. <laughs> the, Diego, right? Yes, Diego. Yes, that's me. I I remembered your name. We too. have that. Uh huh. After you know, referencing the notes written on his hand, Diego. Yes. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. Uh -huh, yes. Um, and uh, so that that's um, basically on the books for the soon soon up and coming. Um, however, before that, Diego. Yeah. And I know several people, Rio and Diego, probably want to speak to somebody in particular. The Duchess of a Peach. <laughs> I don't know if I would seek out a conversation with her, actually. Okay, so that is just that. fine. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, Diego, you are informed when uh, she appears to have regained consciousness. <laughs> Then I would, I guess, make my way to her bedside because I assume that she's probably still fairly weak at this point. Mm -hmm. So um, you, so you make your way into her room, and this appears to be um, her childhood room. And a lot of toys, dolls, and. A lot of decorations for a much younger girl set up around. Whenever she did move out of this house, she took a lot of her grown-up possessions with her and left these childhood memories behind. Kila and Riona's father made sure to keep everything in pristine condition. He is in the room when you first enter. Ah. Remind me his name again. Sorry, I, I just can't remember personally. Darius. Darius. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. He looks up at you. Ah, well, speak of the devil. Diego. I'll leave the two of you 
I'll give the two of you some privacy. And he kisses Keela's hand. I'll make sure to get you some more blankets as well. Still cold as ice. Makes his way out of the room. All right. Um, I guess once he's gone, then I would just go and like sit. Basically sit by her. Um, I guess the first thing I would just want to see, like, how, like, how does she look like, um, just from like recovering and things like that? Like, what's her general state? So trying to um, get a sense of how she's feeling. You can't tell. Um if she's tired or if she's ex- uh, she's full of energy, she seems very neutral. She seems she's she's sitting up in the bed, but seems very stiff and uncomfortable for the most part. Um, It's hard not to draw comparisons between her and some of the dolls that she has set up in her room. Then I would just extend a hand and like try and place it on hers Mm -hmm. and then just gently try and say, Keela, it's it's me. Diego Ironfist. I just wanted to check on you and see how you're doing. See if I guess try and see if what I did helped you or you're recovering or not. You don't need to present yourself so formally, Diego Ironfist. I just wanted to make sure that you knew it was me this time and not Diego Tain. I know who you are. That's good. Um, I wanted to reassure you that Diego Tain has been taken care of. He's gone then. He won't be able to hurt you ever again. It's the right people died this time. I think so. Um, Keela and I just want to let you know what's happened in order to free you of of your aggression or whatever, or I guess in order to try and free you from the control that 
Diego Tain wielded over you, I had to strike a bargain with Duke Tiene. I volunteered myself to take Diego Tain's place here in Apichum. That's a stupid thing to do. It was the only thing that I could think of to try and try and save you from from dying or or doing something that that you would regret. You couldn't think of anything better to do. You wasted your time. Why? Why is that? There was nothing. There was no Kila save. She's been gone for a very long time. An empty shell, a puppet. I don't think that's as true as you think it is. Despite despite what you think, it doesn't change. And you notice that she um, as she's speaking, she has the same cold demeanor. There is the very little uh, fluctuation in her voice, not much um, emotive. Uh, emotive tone in how she speaks. But as she's speaking in a self-deprecating manner, um, you notice that, unbeknownst to her, she's crying. Kila, you've been forced to do things against your will and been made to suffer the hands of of a horrible person. You might think that it was a waste of time or or stupid of me to, to do what I did, but 
nobody deserves to be controlled that way. You deserve a better life than that. And she, like, uh, finally reaches up and looks at her hand, how it's went with tears, and she realized that she has been crying. Turns out you're not stupid. You're just cruel. Do you think I was longing to feel after what happened, after what, in your words, I've been forced to do? Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm not sure how to process what I'm feeling right now. But you You helped me. So thank you. And I hope you don't regret it. Never. And you sit in silence for the remainder of your visits. She never recoils her hand. She just allows yours to simply be there for the duration. Um, I, th I think it's best if I go home for now. Um, to the palace. Can I take you there? Yes. I just don't want to... I don't want to arouse any suspicion in my father or any of the servants. And um, you escort her out of the house, out of the estate, and you're walking 
alongside her on the way to the palace. As you're passing by a meadow, and you see a stray cat skitter by in front of you. She just watches it with curiosity. You see it pounce onto a mouse. And take its successful hunt and trot away proudly. You said you took away my I I don't feel hungry anymore like I did before. That's good. But I don't know how I'm supposed to... What am I supposed to do? I can't. You're aware I'm not normal, right? <laughs> yes. Um, I I am I am a, I am aware of what what's happened to you, and what Diego Tain did. You're not. You're aware why he did it. My understanding is. He wanted to be able to control you and use you. I wasn't allowed to talk about it before, but I think I'm able to now. You shouldn't have... You shouldn't have... Entered into a bargain with Duke Tierney. The pain that I married. was told or commanded to do this to me because he disobeyed. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make excuses for what he did or Everything else he did was terrible. And he did it in most cases gleefully. 
or he tried to enjoy the suffering that he wrought on other people as much as possible, but he didn't enjoy doing this to me. I hope to I know that he's dangerous and I know that that I'm probably way in over my head but I hope to achieve what Diego Tain could not and try and take down Duke Tierney. And if we can stop him once and for all, then nobody else has to suffer again. walk a bit longer and getting close to the palace now. The your friend one did I kill him no he survived for what it's worth he put up a good fight he's pretty tough Why is he not traveling with you now? We were separated. And it's my intention to go and find him. Uh, I guess you should know that uh, the D'Artagnans, the four of us, are planning on setting out on an expedition. We're only going to be here in Apichum for probably a few more days. You'll be leaving the city. I will, yes. Um, I had hoped that maybe we could speak to your father and maybe between the two of you, you could oversee a Peachum as I can't be here. And, and to be honest, Keila, I have no idea how to be a duke or how to, how to run a city. My father would leap at the opportunity to have stewardship. Are you okay with that plan then? Yes.
takes a lot of energy to and it's only gotten harder to appear normal. Before I could do it like a, a switch. But it's gotten harder and harder and I don't know if I can do that now or again I I don't want you to have to suffer anymore to do things that are going to cause you pain or anything that you don't want to do. So if, if you want to step away from all this, you can. You can leave things in charge of your father and give you a chance to live life free of those those burdens I just didn't want my demeanor to reflect poorly on you I've We've, my sister and I, have been socially trained to a, to a fine point. How to behave at parties and the kids. those things they feel so far away in my memories now it's, and before I like I said I could pretend more easily but it was like Before this happened, social situations and parties, and I always felt like I was under a spotlight. Uh, every my every move, my every action was thoroughly scrutinized. But then, after this happened, I had to
It was like that, but... So much more difficult. It's like a hundred spotlights on me, and... Because I had to put thought into every smile, into every nodding of the head, into appearing like I'm breathing into everything, because those weren't natural anymore. But I still needed to appear to be that way. I didn't like it before, and I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want you to do that either. I just want you to be you and to be free of that burden. So you can let go of all that. There's... I don't expect anything of you. way that makes things worse but oh oh i'm sorry <laughs> don't don't that's <laughs> honestly i keel i just i want you to be happy i know that that's a very difficult thing to imagine right now given all that you're going through but that's my goal for you is just to be able to find some comfort and some peace and some happiness and try and reclaim the life that was taken from you. I think I think I want to Before this, I always wanted to take up knitting as a hobby. Our servant at our house um, at the estate every winter she would knit us scarves and I always admired the craftsmanship that she put into it and the patterns that she created and for I, I always wanted to try it for myself so I think I want, I think I want to try knitting. Good. That's really good. Then that's all that I, that's all that I want for you is to just, you knit, you just, <laughs> you, you do, and like, I immediately, mm -hmm. uh, I actually, are we, we haven't gotten all the way to the palace yet, right? 
you're almost there, but I would, or as far as you say that you are, I would just try and if if we can find some place in the town that has like knitting supplies. <laughs> so um, you you divert, yeah you you divert your uh, trip home. Um, you were only able to leave because it was evening and the sun was basically set. But you're able to convince a um, very a very kind older woman um, to stop locking up her shop and uh... <laughs> stay open Are you here to directly collect taxes again? <laughs> we already paid. We already paid. <laughs> that 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 boy Tosh, he came around collecting taxes from everyone. <laughs> On behalf of the Duke, I'm here for On behalf of the Duke, he said. <laughs> and how much did I get? <laughs> I don't know. He he dropped he dropped a, a wallet that had thirty gold in it before he left, so I just assumed that was for me. Um I'll just uh hold on to that. Yes, you okay. you keep that, and I'd like to purchase any any knitting needle. And so uh, you're able to buy her some supplies and take them home in a brand new bag. And as you're basically walking her inside, and I'm. be going to bed but if you're returning to the estate would you tell my sister that I'm sorry for breaking her leg <laughs> I yes I can convey that message to her thank you and she very promptly like Yes, that deed is done, and she uh, takes takes her <laughs> takes her bag of supplies into her room. Great. Back to the estate. And I will find and, uh, you. You well. You you open the door into the doorway, and you see. You see. You see Rio and Igneal, and they are this close to kissing, but then you had uh, opened the door and interrupted them. And they're like, oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the evening air was lovely, and I'll see you uh, perhaps tomorrow. Rio, okay, goodbye. And he shuffles his way out the door. I'll get to you, Goodbye. No, he wasn't there. But you do find Rio. No, that's canon. I don't have that. Yep. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, Rio. Um. I I was able to to talk with Keila for a while. I think she's doing. I think she's doing better. Um. She's returned back to the palace. But, uh. She wanted me to. Uh. She wanted to tell 
tell you sorry for for breaking your leg. Great. Anything else? Um, that that was the only message I was given. How is she? Um, good. Uh, we got her some knitting supplies so she could start knitting. She she said that was something that she's always wanted to do. So we went and got some stuff, and I think I think that'll be good for her. Just have something to focus on. Great. So yeah. She happy? I think it's gonna take a long time for her to be happy, but I think this is probably the best that she can be given everything she's been through. Are you satisfied? What do you mean? Are you satisfied with this deal you struck? I mean, I'm happy that she's free of that suffering. I know that the deal that I've made is going to, it's going to be a problem that we have to try and solve, figure out. (laughs) That's an understatement. But I I don't know if I would do anything differently. I would hope you would include your friends next time. I will try. In the moment, it felt like... It was something that needed to be done, and I didn't want I didn't want to be talked down doing it. But I hope you can forgive me. I wouldn't have talked you down, Diego. I probably would have went with you. I don't think you would have wanted to go through that with that man. That wouldn't have been your decision. Just like Keela didn't really get a choice in this either. True. I know your heart was in the right place, though. 
Thank you for taking care of her. You're welcome. If you intend to leave my father the steward of this city, then he needs to be filled in. Would you like me to handle that? I think we could do it together. Sure. Or it's up to you if you want to. If you want to handle it yourself, you can, but I'd be willing to to accompany you and help. It's your father. I think you would know best. Maybe let me talk to him first, and then when it comes time to talk about the finer aspects of ruling, um, I think I would appreciate your help. There are a few other family things I just wanted to discuss with him, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. I'll give Diego a hug. He's sad, Diego. For, for a split second, while you guys were talking, I thought that when you said, I, I hope you include your friends, I thought you were talking about walking Kila home. I'm like, you said you didn't want to go. What's going on? It was, my brain was just breaking. <laughs> my, <laughs> Alexis, that is so rude. <laughs> Can't you guys just be nice to Diego once? <laughs> no. No. Um uh, okay. Um before we get to potentially that, um Athena or Tosh. Um you haven't been featured much this <laughs> this session. <laughs> But is there city intervention helping people have hard talks? Exactly. Um ooh, um how how's about um Igneal takes to uh Tosh and Athena out for drinks? Nice. Love it. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, so, he's like, so are you ready? Oh, I see. As you're like getting ready to uh speak to speak to the father. You're like, ah, uh, I see. Uh okay. see, then I think we'll be at the end of the idea. Let's go get a drink. And, and he like leans in and pats you on the shoulder. Diego's like, I, I was just there. Uh, don't don't worry. I, I know what it's like. He's he's not as intimidating. Well, he's not intimidating at all, actually. So he's quite a he's quite a sweet man. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Athena, Tosh, cousin, gentlemen, shall we? <laughs> Athena, I was planning on getting some drinks with Diego and Tosh, but I'd like to extend the invitation to you as well. You weren't around when I was bringing up the idea. 
Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, oh. good, 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 good. <laughs> You're one of the boys. <laughs> so, Hosh, Athena, and Igneal. <laughs> You're more fun at parties, anyways. So, <laughs> you make. Um, where, well, there's a couple places that you could go. And perhaps Rio could recommend a uh, lesser known place. Um, but there is the Thirsty Bastard Dockside I Tavern. We need to that one. <laughs> <laughs> there is the Looker, there's Looker's Ire, which Diego doesn't recommend. Um, and there is uh, there is the Honeywell Tavern, but Rio specifically has to tell you about it. Uh, otherwise, she can keep that place to herself. I would have told them if they if oh, I knew okay. they. Yes, exactly. Would you be I... sad that you were leaving with it, Neil? On a boys' trip? No, it's fine. It's not a boys' trip. Athena's coming. Boys' trip. <laughs> it's a boys' trip. Boys, you're not invited. So. And so you make your way out, and you are traveling towards the Honeywell Tavern. Um, Athena and Tosh, I never got to talk to you about how either of you are doing since the, let's just call it the event. If you couldn't tell, word sort of got out about what happened and rumors have churned it into that Together, we slew a vampire in the city. Obviously, that's not what's in my official report, nor is that what was told to the king, nor was it in relation to the letter I received. That's just probably how it's going to be remembered. So be ready for that. That's how these things happen. How do you deal with the fame and acclaim, Igneal? Master Igneal. He has a new title. That's, that's true. Well, I'm not used to being recognized, so I know about as well as you. Well, then this should be fun. But our... How are... How are you doing? Have you recovered? Any lingering injuries? Trauma? Lots of trauma. Mm. Uh, she hasn't stopped crying. That was you, Tosh. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> mm. She is mm. absent-mindedly playing with her hair. She's not. <laughs> it's absent-minded. Mm -hmm. 
but that's that's I can't help but feel slightly responsible, Athena, for dragging you into the whole situation. Memory serves, I found you. That's a good point. When she was crying, though, she was just saying, I can't believe Igneal would do this to me. <laughs> so. As I like you. As you are known to do. Athena, before I left Glaceum, you were... You, you left quite an impression on my father. He had questions about you. In fact, every time I returned, he's asked for an update on you, and I haven't been able to really give him any information. My favorite color is red. I'll let him know. Sure, he'll be riveted to find out. <laughs> yes. There you are, your next letter to dad. <laughs> what do you mean? He... And he gives you a look. Um, he feels responsible for your well-being. Why? And just walking, he's like, do I tell her? Does she already know? I don't know. You can tell he's mulling something over. But he isn't divulging the information willingly. Does it have to do with my father? In a way. Yes, in a way it does. But I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure. And, ah, here we are. The Honeywell Tavern. All right, let's go on inside. It leads you inside. Have tea at this establishment. <laughs> it's tea, 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 tea. Round, Round two. <laughs> you enter inside and the. Sorry, fresh out of tea. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Every other type of be beverage you can imagine, though. Everything else except for tea. No tea. What drink makes Igneal chatty? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. You don't. You don't know. Can I talk to the bartender who might have a? A gift for that sort mm -hmm, of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, 
Yes, you can talk to the bartender. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Absolutely, you can. Um, go ahead and uh, just roll a flat d20. Let's see. I'm going to make a determination for the bartender right now. How good of a bartender? They're pretty good. Oh, no. Bartender. Only a four. A four. And so you're like, um, he's not chatty and I need him mm. so uh-huh uh-huh guarded, guarded. who's Polished. his friend who's his friend he's cute he's available <laughs> alright well <laughs> lock that knowledge away okay But not him, the other one. Wait, which one? <laughs> you give oh, me boy. information, I give you information. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> he. Where, where, where is he? Where is he from? Came about a meal, right? <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, I need I need information what's your name first <laughs> I'm people my name's Din it's very nice to meet you you too he's from Glacium Glacium then you'll probably in here probably a fan of there we are and uh it's a honey cider wine so just see if he see if he likes that and your other friend he looks like he enjoys <laughs> and she pulls up this like white bottle it's got just x x x uh old timey uh, looks looks like something that uh, is used to strip paint off of boats. Do you have any of those little umbrellas for his? Any like? And and she turns around. And she's like, "Huh, that's so weird." <laughs> the cubby for tea is empty, but also the cubby for the little umbrellas. The both yeah. of those things are just fresh out. Weird. Well, fine. So I'll take the drinks over to the table and slide the uh, one. Uh, uh, the you other forgot drink. yours! And and she uh, slides you a drink as well. What's this one? What's mine? This is an apichum specialty. Long Island apichum. Long Island apichum. <laughs> I bet it's like apple teeny because of all the apples. Yeah, all the apples. It is. It's an apple... Here's your drink. It's an apple. <laughs> it's it's just an apple. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, actually, one of the reasons why Peachum has such a rich history with, and she's cleaning up a glass, rich history with being quite the port. One of our other main exports. 
our spices. Not from here, but there are a couple of traders who have um, new lines of trade with um, the desert people. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, we've got some extra spiced apple wine here for you. Much. Mm -hmm. Swig. It is all the rage. Everything you could have. Yes. Mm hmm. Thank you. And Tosh, you're sitting with Igneal. Well, um, she's retrieving drinks for all of you. How open has him and Rio, how open have they been with their spending time together? What I've noticed. Make, make a perception check with disadvantage because you've been giving, you've been doing everything to, you've been closing yourself off intentionally to a lot of things right now. Yeah. Well. Yeah, nothing. You are completely oblivious. Um, <laughs> but how much do How much do you know about your father? Just what everyone knows. We've had one real conversation. an immense amount of responsibility especially lately what type of responsibility well he's Grandmaster of the Order, and now he's Regent of Glacium. How's he handling it? Well enough, but he's always he's been preparing for something his entire life and I'm afraid that he's going to be over prepared for the wrong situations also 
Well, when he was... During his younger days of adventuring. The Order of Harmony was... much more established than it is now. There wasn't technically Fonlix didn't have the means or resources to upkeep an army of their own. They had to rely on the Order of Harmony things at bay. There was initially the Leviathan Division at sea, and of course there is the Beast Division. And they were much much more prominent than they are now. That's where he gained most of his notoriety, was filling monsters. Occasional threats do still pop up, but the order itself is dwindling. Not necessarily simply because there's less to do. So now what? They were too effective, and now he... But... He's worried about... I'm... I'm afraid he's worried... That will disappear entirely before long. Worried that he'll lose his power? And influence? If there are no threats, isn't that a good thing? It is a good thing. I mean, I strive to retire one day. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> but... <laughs> You're just like, what? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he's just sort of laughing like ha ah, you know you get the joke um <laughs> as people do <laughs> I don't know if the the nightmare division's a bit newer so I don't know if that's going away anytime soon but what it's in charge of? not the not the same type of work that he was accustomed to. What are you doing? Well, the Nightmare Division... We... We were given that... 
demarcation because we combat exactly that, the types of things that give people nightmares. The hidden threats and things that go bump in the night, you could say. Banshees? Our banshees. Werewolves? Werewolves would be under the beast division. Well, depending on the threat, type of threat. If there was, for instance, a vampire in a city. Spreading fear, rumors. Nightmares. It's the things that think before they act. How many of you are there in this division? It's a relatively small division. I'm one of, well, now the fourth master of the Nightmare Division. The first Grand Master was Diego's father. Does Diego know? No, I don't think he does. I hadn't put much thought into it. <clears throat> but he was... essentially... founding member. Is that why Diego was taken as a child? Would have a lot to do with that. What's this all got to do with Dasco? Well, as far as he's concerned, my division's completely unnecessary. to keep our focus on external threats. Isn't what you've just accomplished here prove that that's not true? Show that they've already infiltrated the kingdom? Well, that's why my division's rapidly growing. Who decides this? If he's not the Grandmaster, why is he? Or if he's the Grandmaster, but doesn't see that this is important. Well, he's not foolish. 
Sounds he like recognizes. it. <laughs> it can seem that way at times. I guess it's more apt to say he isn't the wisest leader, but he recognizes the value of having an intelligent ally at your side. He values intelligence or respects it, which is probably his strongest quality as a leader. What's his weakest? Well, that's what kind of circles back to the beginning of our conversation. like he needs the order to justify his existence. Not only that, but he needs the order that he helped escalate to its, its pinnacle. Are you losing confidence in him as a leader? leader is perfect. But if you do return to Glacium, perhaps you and I can work together to Put his focus and efforts elsewhere. He has no respect for me. What I say. What makes you say that? He didn't. He didn't want a son. Having one is just a liability for him. Do you know why? It's a liability. Or why you might interpret it that way. Just a piece people can use against him. No, it's because 
He cares about you. Quite a lot. Before you stumbled into all of our lives, all he had and was all he had was the order to bury himself in and keep himself distracted. But you're his effectively one of his last connections. It's not something that he had built up a wall for decades or years. He had no defense for for you against you. His greatest weakness. Does he know about Ara? No, he doesn't. It was on the verse again. Does he think she's dead? Yes. Yes, he does. He may feel that way, but until I see it, it means little to me. That's completely fair. Man, Athena is taking a long time with those drinks. I'm already, I've already drank mine. Oh, she drank all of our drinks. <laughs> oh, Wait, she drank, she drank, she drank the tavern. All of the cubbies are empty. They didn't have tea. <laughs> I drank everything. Oh no, she's drinking with a vengeance. Oh wait, here she is. Here's her drinks. Oh. That's my favorite one. How did you know? Took a guess. Spot on. That's quite good, thank you. Now, which of the three it's of them can hold poisoned. their liquor? <laughs> That's the... <laughs> oh, it's so, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Ah, mmm. Mm, yes, del delightful. Yum, 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 yummy, yum. <laughs> well, a toast to the D'Artagnans. And people, a couple of people in the in the Honeywell turn and look. All two vampire slayers. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the everybody cheers. Huzzah! 
so about your father. Yeah, Tosh, about your father. About my father. You both have very interesting dads. But I'm looking at you, <laughs> Neil. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. You were saying for? What was I saying? What were we talking about? Um, how your dad is just so interested. Hmm. For so many reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I need you to make a persuasion check, Athena. And Hosh could help if he catches on and um, helps you. I got a natural 20. (laughs) Nice. So, while Igneel is working on his third drink, (laughs) you bring up the question again. talking about your your father I don't your know who father. your father is your father my, my father right yeah he just asked a lot of questions about you that's all what sort of Alive mostly, and if, uh, if there's been any news about you, um, how uh, how the bookstore is doing, and um, just things, things how like that. How would you know about the bookstore? And I told him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tosh you told him. Felix about my parents' books. I tell everyone nearly everything about you. <laughs> what? Every, every town. Every town. What? It's true. Did you know that your favorite color is red, Athena? I didn't know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Heard it. Heard it from somebody. Tosh. From Tosh. (laughs) Why is your dad keeping tabs on me? Um, He wouldn't exactly tell me. But based on his questions and things like that, I think... Uh, he was told to look after you. By whom? By your father. And...
it was my father who had the idea for the bookstore. Why is that? What? Why? Why is that? I don't know. Why a bookstore? Well, from the way he was asking about store, I think he was familiar with the owners at some point. And I think he asked them to take care of you. He made those arrangements. And if your if your family needed money, you could have like asked me about it or had I but known that I had you as a resource all these years. Why? Seems like a lot of trouble. Yeah. I just think that, um, he cares about you. He wants to make sure that you're taken care of and they were raised right I think he's wanting to check in on his own like if if he's trying to reassure himself that he make the right decisions. take you to the right home. Did he find you a loving family? What made him choose half home? I don't know specifically, but it is a neat hamlet out of the way and yet close enough to major cities that if they did need anything or if anybody needed to check on you then you'd be close by Hmm. 
For what purpose? I think just for sentimental reasons. I was definitely I'm almost sure there was a strategic placement to half home. The location was important. Why is that? It was it was my father's idea. into it. And why my parents, why choose them? Tell me about your parents. Maybe I can figure it out. Okay. And I will explain mm-hmm. the situation. Somebody who, a couple who lived somewhere remote, potentially owed a favor, and were wanting to have a child. What sort of favor? Why would they be indebted to Felix? You tell me. This seems treading on your division more than Felix's. And I'll explain about werewolves in half Werewolves? <laughs> Here's this handy book. <laughs> My, what an informative pamphlet. <laughs> it was this stolen? <laughs> <laughs> your answer. I've finished my bottle. (laughs) The whole bottle. (laughs) I'm kind of swaying. 
<laughs> falling off your chair. Were they supposed to keep an eye on me just for my physical well-being? Or was there a reason I was being kept under watch? More than sentimentality. What are you getting at? What do you think I'm getting? I don't think that anything that happened had anything to do with you. No? No. Very well. Was your father at all worried about his old sword? Yes. Oh, I have a sword. <laughs> Very oh, nice. Gosh. <laughs> Wanna see it drink blood? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Put it away, Tosh. <laughs> Very manly and tough. <laughs> it's a big sword. <laughs> Just so lonely. <laughs> so lonely. <laughs> Start crying. <laughs> Athena's sword came with a scabbard, but mine doesn't have a scabbard. Oh, two werewolf scares in half home. The one you're talking about in this handy dandy pamphlet that you provided me. That was referring only to the second. And the first? The first was some time before that. I saw where octopus once. We've all been there. Red eyes. I only, I only know about it through my training in the Nightmare Division, but the one you're referring to was technically the second werewolf incident. The first one happened before you were adopted. What happened? No one was kidnapped, but there were many 
rituals. Many of the villagers were unwittingly raised as members of a cult without really knowing. The threat, I think, was stifled for the most part. Many people were given the opportunity to return to normalcy rather than just being thrown back to the wolves. Was that through the order? the Knights of Virtue. How long ago? Hmm. That must have been Roughly year 25, 26 in this age. But it wasn't concerning enough for Felix to leave me there. I don't think... I think whatever happened at that time, Felix likely... My father likely helped your parents in some regard. looking for somewhere for you to be raised. So did he send Vivian when I was attacked as a child? as a child? Yes. I was attacked by a werewolf. No, by a vampire. Yeah, yeah, Tosh. We all were. 
<laughs> Keep drinking your drink. Here you go. Tipsy, tipsy. Oh. <laughs> Got to carry him out of there. I wondered why she would be the one to show up. likely due to my father. Maybe I'll ask about them next time I see him. Try to get a little bit more insight on the nature of their relationship. And what is the nature of your relationship with our Rio? I don't... With... Hosh over here is, who's Ario? I don't know. <laughs> Goes back to sleep. <laughs> well, it's a... It's a very it's uh it's not a private one anymore i guess mm -mm. Mm -hmm. your intentions my intentions i athena's permission <laughs> yes she spoke to her father but um there's a closer individual mm-hmm mm-hmm seen what happens to the men in my family who get lost in their work. My father at least had my mother. And I know having a strong connection is important. I've always known that. But I had never really felt it until he's very important to me. What'd you say? She's very important to me. Mm. Oh. I kissed her once. I killed a dragon and I kissed her on the mouth. I know, Tosh. We all did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but... Okay. Oh, okay. I think she liked it. An unspecified number of the three, between the three of us here, have done... Who, who those things? Dang it! <laughs> yep. Anyway, Tosh, let's let's get you home. <laughs> and Don't you too, Athena. Actually, I'm gonna need help with him. I want to sleep on the boat. <laughs> I know. 
safe. Drag him unwilling back to the state. We're taking you to the boat. I'm going my boat. I'm the captain. Yep. Yep. Or the captain. You made him the captain? I did. He was really sad. I think I'll be a good captain. Yeah. When he covers up. I, I didn't I didn't say anything. We're so, judging you, know. you judged Don <laughs> in your eyes. Uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not judging you, I'm just disappointed, really, more than anything else. Well, good thing I value your opinion as much oh, as Oh no, no, I'm disappointed <laughs> in myself. <laughs> I think You two need to take care of each other. And you need to take care of Rio and Duke as well. That guy. <laughs> I remember his name this time. So, um, no, just kidding. Yes. Take care of Diego. Oh, dear. I wish you the best of luck. You don't seem optimistic. I'm not optimistic. I'm beyond curious. From what I know with Diego. You said it right, Diego. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ogiad. Um, the he might be able to get you in and I'll likely never have the opportunity to do it so take in the sights you could come with us ceremony to attend in Phonix. I'm being knighted from a new position. Congratulations. We'll send detailed descriptions. Yeah. Write everything down. Take everything in and 
just curious how how it'll go. And while we're gone, you be nice to my sister. I like her. She's my sister. I'll I'll look after her. And he finishes getting the two of you home. Um, well, back to the Evero estate. You put Tosh on a garden swing outside, and you tell him as you give it a little push. Oh, you're on the boat. Look, 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 look. <laughs> Rock by Tosh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna roll a perception check with disadvantage to see if I know where I am. Triple disadvantage. Triple. If it existed. Seven. Good, good, good. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end the session as you guys make your final preparations. For our dare. Woof. For our dare. Our dare.